to you direct from the After Hours Lounge in the back room at Best Cigar Shop, east of just west of its very location. It's the Cigar Hacks, better known as a bunch of hacks, talking cigars, etc. A panel of hacks for this installment are... Javi, the Red hey. Javi. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, Tommy the Dominator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're too kind, audience. Yeah, You're so kind. Nurse Rick. And my boys at the palace. Right. We have a whole bunch of special guests tonight. Uh, we do. Ahead, Rick, you very special. Us. Okay, so first of all, do you know what your name means there, Lalo? I'll be honest, uh, no. I've, okay, he- I've heard so, a lot of different meanings, though. So, so. so word has it there's a Jew in the building. And uh, in Hebrew, your name means to assent, or my God. So I have to introduce this gentleman, because this is the palace's God to the ladies. Because we've <laughs> seen you a number of times. You're God's gift, brother. So this Thank is Eli. You. Thank you. The sultry. Simona, his little sister, is also here in the house. Say hello. And say hi. She's a little nervous. The sultry Simona, say hi. Hi. There you go. And her her good bud, who's who's with her, I believe it's her boyfriend. This is Beach Boy Brian because he's got like (laughs) blowing blonde hair. Hit the waves. The speech, boy. And then we have we also have a guest. We're sporting the Boston colors, both the Patriots and the Red Sox. We have right. Brent, the bartender, all the way over from the East Coast. What's going on? What's going on? How you doing? How you doing? Here we go. Oh, Brent in the house. <laughs> all right. This is uh, your humble announcer producer, Cigar Hack Dave. Our segments include Hinder Her, Fine Cigar Review, Current Events in the Cigar World. We've got a whole bunch of events. Harvard's uh, going to run them through. Uh, let's see, local spotlight. we got a new room here at the Cloud Palace. This thing's beautiful. Yeah. Nice Thank you very addition. much. They made a room this, just for us. Yeah. Yeah. So I, do, I, do, I, I do have a question, though. How's the ventilation? Uh, there is none in here. We're working on it. Okay, so, so you figure, but, but this window. window is open, so we are yeah. able to ventilate it. So there's eight of us smoking cigars. It should be interesting. I don't think we'll we have. We'll be fine. Two, I don't think there's a fire alarm in here, there, so we there, should be okay. There's a cool draft in here. You okay. Know. okay, that's all right. We'll be good. As long as there's no fire alarm. Smoking in the garage. Yeah, no, there's no fire alarm. We're okay. okay. It's yeah. a big window to go through. There's a camera. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's see. So uh, conspiracy corner. We have no conspirators. We'll see what happens with that. So maybe yeah. we'll. Ex- Do we get any emails? Uh, I don't know. I have to check. <laughs> okay. All right. Listen to emails. I believe yeah. we did. Round it all out. We'll have the Hidden Earth reveal and Hidden Earth recap. Find us all over the internet, usual places: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or on our website, skyhacks.com. Okay, time for the Hidden Earth. Now that noise you hear in the background. So the hookah hacks. It's the hookah hacks. Oh, the hookah yeah. hacks. Yeah, we're gonna have to get a description of what the, what's going on with one of these the things. We got three hookahs going over here. Yeah. And they kind of they kind of look like bongs. <laughs> they do, but they're different. They're somewhat they derived from there. Yeah, we're gonna find out about these. The water pipes. So anyway, we're smoking here what looks like possibly how uh, robusto. I'm guessing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a robusto say. in size. It's. I can't really say it's a Maduro wrapper. No. Uh, it's not a Connecticut. It's no. sort of like in between. Yeah, it's definitely in between. It's not a Connecticut. It's not a San Andreas. What is this? I forget. I will tell you, it's a little veiny. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. It's well put together. Mm. A little bit of a sheen. What about the mm. cold draw? I don't get anything on the cold draw. I don't nice. anything. You know, I got a little bit of oak overtones, I think. Something woody. Yeah, I got that wood taste. Uh, I got a, a little wood in there. Take it away for the foot. Yeah, so take the... This is the foot. Before you light it. Smell the end you light. Just smell it. Oh, okay, It smells wow. like, um, like incense. Well, that's a good one. It's different. It's better than septic. You get like hay. <laughs> smell, smell <laughs> septic. Someone said septic. Incense is good. I yeah. hope so. All right, let's light these bones. Okay. All right, so I was going to show these guys how to use the cedar. So we got. Do you just light it first? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so explain. There's a couple different ways to, to light a cigar, right? So you can you can take and light with a torch lighter and heat the end of the cigar and toast it first, and then light it. You don't want to jam the lighter in there because then you'll just char the thing and it'll just yeah. take just flip it open. But with the cedar, you can use the lighter to light the cedar, and then use that to light the cigar. It won't be too hot. Just kind of toast the end a little bit, get it warmed up. There you go. Go ahead. Well, you said it. Watch what he does. Just puff it when you... Puff it, but don't inhale. You, know? <laughs> you got to hold the cedar up so that the flame keeps going. Burning up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready? Hold it like that. Yeah, that way there the flame you go. keeps going up. up. Yeah. And light the cigar. And light the cigar. You got to puff on it. Puff it, it up a little bit there. And puff then it while you're doing don't it. Don't burn your brand new couch. Yeah. yeah. We'll be in trouble. We'll be in I mean, we'll kill us. <laughs> Simone would not be happy. I have just... to tell you, I've tasted this before. I think I have two. I know what the stick is. Oh, you're going there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know what the stick is. What is it, Rick? This is an old stick. Old stick. Dave, what do you think? This is it? one of the very first sticks I've ever had. It is. This is a Romeo and Juliet, 1875. It's because you peaked. I didn't peek. <laughs> I saw the top and I said, well, the wrapper looks like a Romeo and Juliet, but this is one of the first sticks I've ever smoked. And I have a Cuban version of this at home. Very nice. But nice. well, you still peaked. I peaked at the top of his yeah, band. Well, sorry. That's pretty good. It still counts. Yeah. Like the Rocky Patel from last week. I don't think so. Looking at my cards. Peeking at my band. I was peeking at you at the top. Okay. Just the very top. All right. That's good for rise, though. So just don't inhale it. Just puff How on it. How do you get it to puff? Like this. Puff it. You bring it in your mouth. The smoke in your mouth. You like blow it out. There you go. A drink with a straw. Right. In a sense. There you go. Don't inhale it. It's just like a hookah. It's the same thing, but smaller rips. You're not going to rip it for a whole minute like you do a hookah. You know what I mean? You don't You don't want to take a long, long... You can't handle that with a cigar. Because with the hookah, you're like inhaling it, but the cigar, you're just puffing it to get the smoke. Just yeah. puffing. Doing it right. So like this. There you go. That's it. Do it like the boys. You not getting enough smoke? I don't think so. It's burning. I don't think I'm smoking it right. Blow, blow forward on it. You don't get as much smoke as a hookah. Don't expect it. Yeah. I don't, but I feel like you guys are getting more smoke. Well, that's because they're cigar smokers. I can blow They already got it going. That's why you got to puff it, and then once you get it, like, like, puff it. Puff it, puff it, puff it. There you go. Now you get the smoke. There you go. Like yeah, that. Yeah, See how you're letting out the air? Go. Perfect. Yeah. Just like that. Take a breath now without the smoking. <laughs> <laughs> so we're teaching the sultry Simona how to suck on a cigar. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> First time go. for everything. There yeah. you go. You're doing fine. You're doing so you've never had a cigar before, huh? Yeah. Okay. Welcome. Can't say that anymore. Just don't mix up <laughs> between the hookah and the cigar. Yeah. I know, yeah. right? So yeah. smoking it like a hookah. Just going to be like Eli. This is, a sick. <laughs> this is a common thing when people smoke cigarettes. They switch over to cigars and they inhale and are thinking about it. And then they get you sick turn and... green. 
And you start coughing. You know, I have to. I have to say, I'm so shocked about the last episode cigar because we smoked the bigger version, and it was nothing like the bigger version last week at uh, Nick's Novelty Hut. One we did here? Yeah, the Rocky Patel. Oh, oh, oh. And I had said to Javi, I thought it was wicked strong, but that cigar from last week was awesome. So, last week at Nick's, we had the Rocky Patel special edition. Yeah. Yeah, the Robusto. Ricky had the same one in the Toro. Like and the night before. Yeah, we were yeah. here the we're night here. before. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was completely different. And I was driving home with Javi, and I was saying, man, it was a little strong for my taste buds. It was my third cigar. But we smoked the same exact cigar in a smaller version, and it was okay. totally different. So what do you think of this cigar? I now like that it. Ricky has like clued everybody in. <laughs> Cheater. Yeah, believe like it or it. not, the first cigar I ever smoked Could was you this cigar as well. Oh, really? Did yeah. you recognize it? Uh, I did not. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. I have a hard time, like, really recognizing the different smells yeah. with cigars and understanding what smells I'm supposed to get from one. Yeah, me too. Could you have guessed so, it? All right. I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page. I, that was I, 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 I feel like yeah. I'm supposed to know, and I just no, no, don't. No, no. You're not supposed to. No. That's good. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks. Perfect. Uh-huh. It's perfect. Okay, so uh, you have all these funky podcast names. We get over here again. Okay, that's Brent the bartender. Oh, Brent the bartender. Brent the bartender. We can add, we can ask him the names of drinks, and he can uh, tell us how to make them. Podcast juice. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how to make a podcast juice? Oh, never even heard of one to be honest. Okay, so we're gonna tell you. So we invented this drink that every bar that I go to. So last night, one of my buddies celebrated my birthday from a couple of days ago. Happy late birthday! Thank you very much. We went to uh, this Chinese restaurant in my house, and uh, I said, I'd like a podcast juice. So the bartender said, a what? So I said, do you have hammer and sickle vodka? In which case, she said, no. I said, throw some absolute in a glass. Put some pineapple juice with some soda water. The guy next to me said, what did you just order? He goes, I'll have what he has. And before you knew it, we had a bunch of people at the bar drinking the same drink and everybody was loving it and she said what is this called i said we call it podcast juice (laughs) and she goes okay and so it was funny so that's what we were drinking these guys were ordering this they gotta have it on their drink menu now you know it's a podcast juice absolutely she's like why do you call it a podcast i said because we do a podcast with the cigar acts so we have the if you see over there in the in the case there oh hammer sickle the hammer sickle vodka bottle is well, usually on the table, but over there in the case. It's with us every episode. That's the mascot. The cigar, I love it. The bottle. So that's an empty bottle because we're in, we're in an establishment that yeah. sells liquor. We can't bring it in. Yeah. So we have an empty bottle. I just appreciate for that. that. <laughs> and there's the empty but the slot that's next to it that's open. That's with, that's with the full bottle. So we'll have to <laughs> we'll have to talk <laughs> to your uh, bar manager. We drank that one in the parking lot before we came in. Yeah, we can do that <laughs> because actually I like hammer and sickle. It, yeah. it it's a good vodka. Absolutely. You we know, didn't so. sell much of it, to be honest, but it's a great vodka. Well, yeah. most people have never heard of it. Well, you That's start making podcast and, and, you, and then you're good. <laughs> they see the Russian sign, they immediately think of Stoli, yeah. and it's nothing like it's it. It's not like a Stoli, I agree. You know? And I like Stoli, but I like Hammer and Sickle. Hammer it's and Sickle is smooth vodka. Very smooth, yes. Mm-hmm. So we started making drinks with the Hammer and Sickle vodka. It's been with us every episode. The first episode, we had Hammer and Sickle vodka and so on and so on, and we started making the... Pineapple. Actually, it yep. came from the Brooklyn check. It did come from the Brooklyn check. Because she was drinking pineapple juice with everything. And we started mixing it up. And uh, I usually put a little soda in my nice. drink. So we ended up with the pineapple, the pineapple and soda. And soda. So, this is great. So that, so ever since then, it's been... Uh, <laughs> if you guys want, juice. I can make us a round. If that's what... We, you know, I'm more than welcome mm-hmm. to do it. 
Look into that. Okay, right well, after the beers. After the beers. After the beers, we do a round of podcast juice. Yeah. 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 Going, so. We're talking about the this podcast juice. Might as well drink some absolutely. podcast juice. You gotta try it. Experience it. Gotta try it. So we mentioned the podcast juice. We always do that. Uh, hacks update on the limo. Ricky, I put the wheels on the limo. Oh took my it for a God. Spin. We got a limo. The wheels on the limo. So, go so around we have a stretch around. limo that we're going to be taking here the night that we bring the Colorado boys. Awesome. Along with guests. Fantastic. Lots of them. So we like to hear. So you're going you're gonna to get a crowd of cigar guys in here. And it's going to be a Friday night. Hopefully, when Hannah's here, and we're going to make sure she's here. We'll make sure. And um, you'll probably have a lot of hookahs going. And we'll walk in 10 to 15 guys smoking cigars. Well, there'll be some wives and girlfriends, too. I'm mean, <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, certainly not my wife. <laughs> oh, not mine either. Jesus. Oh, don't worry. I'll get you some of those. We could, we could always do and, that. Uh, and uh, <laughs> JoJo Moe and the Happy Hooker. I don't think they're bringing this. <laughs> the Happy Hooker is a guy from Philly. He's a tow, He's truck. A tow truck driver. Tow truck driver. We call him the Happy sense. Hooker. <laughs> the Happy Hooker. Yeah. That's funny. So, uh, you guys aren't bringing your wives? Are you kidding me? No. You're bringing your girlfriends? No. You got each other's dates. I, I, no. I, I yeah. don't know. Maybe I might pick somebody up hands. here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Harvey yeah. was oogling that girl from the last time that wanted to beat the shit out of me. Which one, Harvey? Huh? Oh, we, the one with the big butt. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. oh and, wait a minute. And, and so, Eli, I got to ask you this question. When Hannah's dancing, and, and no offense, no offense, but why do all the girls get up and try to mimic the belly dancer who's bending over backwards touching her head to the floor hey look who's here mustang just showed up we got a conspirator we all got right, a conspiracy right. come on in mustang come on in jump right in how are we how doing how are you come into the cloud room sure come is. on in i'm eli by the way all right. this is eli we'll this is brent the bartender the sultry simona and, and you need a cigar? beach boy brian beach boy Need a cigar? I gotta get you one out of here. And we're smoking a, a, a pretty good stick. A, uh, uh, let's let's see. You want the same one we got? Yeah, might as well give him one. Yeah, give it okay, so go in the humidor, right over there, yeah. and find the Romeo and Juliet 1875s. Because Ricky it. already guessed it, <laughs> just from the very tip of the of the band. But you know what? I think Romeo and Juliet has only the red, the only red and white stripe I know. Yeah, I haven't really noticed. So I had to Google to figure out which one it was, but I never smoked a robusto of this. What did you smoke before? I I smoked something that was a lot bigger, a Toro or like a Connecticut, um, huh? Like a Connecticut? No, no, no. Same, same, almost the same cigar, but a lot bigger. Oh, oh okay. So this is Mustang Mike. Mustang Mike is a pro with conspiracies. <laughs> I like that. So QAnon and all that stuff, all the political stuff. Mm-hmm. This guy. Doesn't miss a, a beat. That's good, because I'm uneducated in that subject. Oh, this guy will educate you. <laughs> That's good. And we call him Mustang Mike because he owns two of them. He has a 2008 and a 2010, a red and Possibly white one. Three. He's looking for a 2009, so we can have a red, white, and blue one. And he's one of the regulars with the hacks. Why don't you? Uh, one of you describe this room we're in because this is fabulous. Well, the walls are all cedar, and they're just—they simply have—they're waxed over, you know. And the cedar, what it does—the reason why we did cedar, obviously, it really helps the aroma of the room for the cigars. And as you guys remember, when you walked in here, it always smelled like cedar. Right, it did. You know, and that was because uh, I guess they didn't do a, a thick layer of the wax, so it allow yeah. it allows it to be porous and let the smell out. Mm-hmm. So. It was a really nice idea. 
It's a beautiful uh, yes, it little. It's it's a nice area. It's probably a room that's probably twelve by twelve. No, probably fourteen or sixteen yeah, by sixteen. I'd say 14 yeah, fourteen by fourteen. Yeah, it's good it's not size. Not a square, but I, it's I a nice say, yeah. size VIP room. Uh, we're gonna make it a VIP room yeah. at some point. It has yeah, beautiful couches. I'm sitting in a beautiful red, velvety chair. You're getting ahead of us here, Ricky. This, this is. So, this I know, is. but you you walked away, so I figured we'd describe the room. Oh, okay. <laughs> what are you, a lighter there, Sonny? <laughs> I guess we all know what it is now. <laughs> huh? Well, he Don't. guessed it already. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> only from the red and white stripe, and I got news for you. <laughs> the only other red and white stripe I know is a Philly blunt, and you wouldn't <laughs> never touch a Philly blunt. Yep. Okay, so I guess we don't have to do the reveal. Huh? <laughs> like I was saying, we'll still do Ricky. the reveal. <laughs> Need a podcast? I'm gonna make you a drink there? right now. In a few, in a few. You have to make her a podcast juice. In a few, yeah. Podcast yeah. juice, yeah. So you can get Mustang like Mike a ginger ale while you're uh, absolutely when you get up there later. Well, if he needs a drink now, I might as well. I'll take a beer too, please. I'll do around. Anybody else need anything? <laughs> now we're all okay. no, we're good. No, we're okay. good right now. We'll we'll do this we'll do this round and then we'll try the podcast juice. You guys got me all excited about this. Fabulous. So Brent. Obviously, you're a cigar smoker. Mm-hmm. Uh, here and there, uh, when I'm golfing is when I so, when I smoke cigars. What do you What do you smoke when you're out there? Nothing in particular. It's usually whatever my father has with him. Ah, yeah. My so, my father's really big into the cigars, but I don't really pay too much attention to what I'm smoking as long as I am smoking. Yeah, you really smoke care. something heavy, you're gonna be in La La Land hitting the golf ball with woods. Yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> I like I, the flavor of this, though. I love a stick out. Of, yeah, it's funny. I smoke mostly flavored cigars when I play golf. I'll smoke the Cuba Cuba or the. I like the Blondie Bellicosos from Acid. And now I'm really hooked on the Upsetters from Foundation. What was that one they just said? The Blondie. Blondie Bellicoso. It's an Acid. That, that's one, that's one that I've tried because I go golfing yeah. with my friends. And like when you go golfing, you have a few beers, you have a few cigars. It has a sweet, sweet flavor to it, right? It has, yeah. yeah. It does. It has a very unique sweet flavor. Mm. Relax, which is nice. some in the humidor over there, right? Yeah, yeah, the Cuba Deluxe. Yeah, yeah. All right, so like I was saying, Ricky, I put the wheels on the limo the other day because I got the new tires. How and did they look? Good. Yeah, they look fine. They're black tires. So fresh. There's I fresh can't wheels. wait to drive it. And I took it out. You're not driving. Block. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's you know, it's I coming. It off, I got it off the blocks and took it around the block. Right now it so, needs brakes. Yeah, I got the. I gotta do a brake job in the back. Gotta get the parking brake to work. And we're, okay, and we're golden. And then we we can get to expect it. Was missing the parking brake adjuster. Uh, no, right. there is a parking brake adjuster. I just it just oh oh yeah yeah yeah. Yes, what, yes, what were you the, saying was missing? All right, in the brake itself, the yeah. adjustment cable and the little lever and everything, all the spring and it's all missing. Yeah, who needs it? Yeah. Who needs it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, parking brake, marking brake. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. It's gonna be a blast. So the parts will be here tomorrow. Put it together. So that's how that goes. We should get a trailer hitch and put a pop-up camper behind it. (laughs) (laughs) Or like a hot tub on a trailer. Uh huh. Or just like a cargo. We're having a drink drink switcheroo here. So, uh, Javi, you want to do current events? Yeah. All right, first place is uh, Cloud Palace where we're at tonight. We're very appreciative that they let us come over and do our podcast here. 
And this is our this is our uh, favorite place to go if you're in the area. Please drop by. It's a great place to go. Everybody's friendly. What's the, what's the address? Thank you. Two Range Road, Salem, New Hampshire. Two Range Road, Salem, New Hampshire. If you're in the area or whatever, or you come up on vacation, or you get lost somewhere, you want a nice cold drink, and you want a good atmosphere. Well, your wife is driving you nuts, and you want to see beautiful Hannah. Yes, <laughs> yes, Just come yes. over on a Friday yeah. night, and yeah, trust belly, me, you'll be here. Belly on Friday dancing night. Friday night. <laughs> great belly selection dances. of Manduros. Yeah, Thank belly you. dancing on Friday nights. Okay, twins, twins, twins. twins Saturday Night twins, Live twins, music, twins, eight p.m. December twenty second. Corey Brackett. Uh, they got the holiday promotion recliner drawing December the twenty fourth. Uh, they got the giant humidor on sale. It holds five thousand sticks of cigars. With the humidor, it isn't. So anyway, they got this humidor that holds five thousand sticks. It's a cabinet. It's a cabinet about six feet high. Wow, full humidor. Wow. And uh, it's probably a four or five thousand dollar piece of furniture. Sounds like they're it. selling it for three grand. Wow. wow! And it's a sweet deal. Except my wife would kill me for <laughs> two foot by two foot humidor. <laughs> but we probably have enough sticks to fit the same. Well, maybe. Okay, maybe moving I- on here. Uh, they have a Sunday sports special, but uh, buckets of Bud or Bud Light, five for fifteen dollars. Uh, local draft pints five dollars. Uh, they have other other weekly specials also. Uh, then we got the uh, Portsmouth Christmas party in Yankee Swap. At least two oh, cigars. That's it. Federal. Oh, federal cigar. Oh, okay. In All Portsmouth. Right. Yeah. All right. A federal cigar in Portsmouth. Then uh, Christmas party in Yankee Swap. Uh, at least two cigars. Tuesday, December the eighteenth. 2018 is seven to eleven. RSVP required. Hey, can I ask something? So, like, if you're home in the, in in Georgia, do they still call it a Yankee swap? Uh, <laughs> no, they call it a trade day swap. Okay. Confederate fleet swap. Marcus, Confederate. <laughs> <laughs> Yankee, they want to spit. The rebel swap. The rebel swap. Down there, they don't call flea markets flea, flea markets. They call them trade days. Trade days. Trade days. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh where was I here? It says limited so, seating food by La Casta. La what? La Casa. La Casita. La, La Casita. La Casita. Okay. So this is Tuesday. So this will be tomorrow after this post. So uh, Brooklyn Chick and I are going. Big Man Tate. And, Big uh, Man Tate and uh, Stunning Christy are going. Stunning Christy. Any of you guys going? Tuesday? I'd like to go. Sure. I a day off. But uh, <laughs> something tells me I'll be doing something like Smoking a cigar. Okay. Smoking a cigar, yep. Okay, we got O'Shea's. It is back. Open mic with the goat and friends. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Thursdays, 7 to 9. We got Friday, December the 21st, the Vincent Holleran Project Ugly Sweater Party. I could do that. 8 to 11. Half my clothes are ugly. We got got a a typo here. (laughs) A uh, typo? Typo. Typo? Where's the typo? Typo. Uh, what's this? The 20- oh, the, the Saturday the 22nd. Yeah, yeah. So Saturday the 22nd, it'll be Frank Alvarez, 8 to 11 p.m. Then, uh, then we got El Toro's New Lounge uh, Rentification. There it is. <laughs> Better you broke your leg than that furniture. <laughs> I definitely just burned my leg. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, now we can uh, now, now we can seat 12 plus. 
Michael Cigar Bar Worcester. Uh, to to uh, Fellowship of Kings, Friday, December the 21st, 10 p.m. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, oh, boy, here comes that problem. Okay, so. Here we go. The M one? Huh? Is it the M? Yeah. Is it here the comes. M that starts with M and ends with Ozatlan? Ozatlan. Mazatlan. 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 You're working on there it. There we go. We're in the fifth week of, of Mazatlan. <laughs> Smokey Joe's, Patriots Game Day Weekly. Drawing for vacation, airfare not included. Las Vegas, Cancun. Uh, Maza, Mazelin. No. <laughs> no, let's say it again. Starts with M and Ma- ends with Ozatlan. Mazelon. No, not Mazelon. Mazatlan. Mazatlan. There we go. Thank you very much. Uh, Dayton, that was a Orlando. Great special effect. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then we no, got uh, the Havana Cigar Club, Warwick, Rhode Island. Monday, Ooh. fun day. Ladies' night, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday. Ladies' night. Yep. In Frigo's Cigar. What? <laughs> what was that? N. N. E. Come again. E. N. E. N. Frigo. Not Frago. Fuego. Fuego. Frago. Fuego. In Frago. In Frago. Cigar. In Fuego. In Fuego. Fuego. You got it. Hey. We need the clapping one. Fuego. Yes. Fuego. Yeah. <laughs> That's in Texas. We got to it. That's in Texas. Bikini, Frisco, Rockwell, and Murphy. And that's it. Hope everybody has a good week. And uh, be careful out there on the roadways and uh, keep smoking the cigars. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Absolutely. Very nice. Reverence prayer for all of us. Uh, yeah. uh, normally we do the reveal here, but Ricky already guessed it, so. I guessed it so because I saw. Is... So, so, Mustang, I saw the very top of Dom's band, and I saw the little red and white. Yeah, so, so I said, right off the bat, I said, it's, it's probably a Romeo and Juliet. Which, how many people could name that? Then I had to figure out which one, and I guessed. Awesome. Mm. Made a guess. He guessed right. The only thing I saw was the red, tiny little bit of the red and white. So normally at this point, we take the covers off, and everybody go, oh, there is what it is. But but you were right. I was about to guess. I was about to guess Alec Bradley, because was that's that's the house blend of the cigar that Simon has. Oh, no. Simon. Oh, no. Simon, Simon says. Simon, Simon says. Simon says. Simon says, and Joe. Jojo Nomo. Jojo, Jojo Nomo. Nomo. We Jojo have a friend. Nomo. So we have a friend, Jojo Mo, who's down in Philly. Yeah. So we call Joe Jojo Nomo. Our Joe? Your Joe. Yeah. Jojo Not Mo. <laughs> Jojo Nomo. Jojo Nomo. Yeah. Yeah, we do. How do you so. come up with these names? Uh, just creativity. Up in the moment. We the just moment. It's a Jewish thing. It's a Jewish thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to smoke it this way. Yeah, I was just trying to situate this. Right. Mm-hmm. Fred was going for it. It's, it's, He's it's like, hot. that's not a gila. You know, Brett, Brett threw me a little bit because he walked in and I'm going, man, I don't know this guy at all. I've got to come up with something quick. <sighs> But hey, bartender Brent, Brent, the, Brent the bartender, Brent, Brent, the bartender on it. Let me let me ask you something, Eli. Yes. How how good do you make a Bloody Mary? Uh, I actually have never made one, but I can Brent? make one. I have made a Bloody Mary. I'm sure. I need you, Mike. 
I, I have made a Bloody Mary. I'm yeah. sure you have. You work a country <laughs> club. I'm sure. I've there's made a few, a few Bloody Marys. Ma- there's a few Bloody Mary Not mixes tasty. that we have. There's like you know your Zing Zang, which is obviously the, right. like the the lighter and thinner one, but then we have some thicker ones. I can't exactly remember the name of it. So one of the hacks challenged me. To, to drinking hot Bloody Marys. I like them very hot. Very hot. So this this guy... A bunch of Tabasco. Yeah. This guy is... Oh, I'm talking habaneros here. Okay. This guy's going to be sucking them down. They're going to they're gonna go down quite hot and come out a lot hotter. <laughs> so so I don't think I can drink a Bloody Mary. Oh, I love I, I've tasted one in my life and I love it's them. not for me. So I had a... Uh, I've made them, but I've never... I've tried one. I've never had any attraction. I, like, had, yeah, I, I had like a big that bar- tomato juice. Yeah. I had a big barbecue in the summer and Dave brought uh, Sucker Punch with Hammer and Sickle. And yeah. after my fourth one, my wife gave me the famous look of Knock Stop out drinking. <laughs> That's the best. You've Those three enough. sheets to the wind. <laughs> You've had enough. Stop drinking. <laughs> yep. Okay, Ricky, how about the troops? Yes. So, like we say every week, first of all, Javi, thank you very much for your service. You're welcome. Thank you. 25 years in the military. Thank, thank you. I um, appreciate that. You're welcome. And thank I believe you your father you. served, yes? Yes, uh, he yes, did. not yeah. here, but he did serve. But he, he did. did serve. So yes. I want to say thank you very much to the troops out there who are serving on our uh, our own frontier as well as out in the uh, foreign lands. Yes, um, and to the troops down on the borders that are protecting us and keeping us safe and secure. We thank you and we honor you. What? What? <laughs> you're, you're playing with your mic. There was, there was like ash in the switch. Oh. I was trying to clean it. <laughs> cigar problems. Yeah, that's all. Should do yeah. a segment on that cigar problems. Yeah, there isn't many. How did you like the cigar? Cigar was actually really good. Yeah, nice. But you're running a hookah there, so. Yeah, I think so you I'm can't do both, both. Really, yeah, yeah it doesn't. It do. doesn't let you get the full taste of the cigar yeah. if you mm-hmm. smoke both. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get yeah. confused on which one you're inhaling. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, yeah, you're gonna take your band cover off there pretty soon. You're gonna start smoking. Before I'm heading yeah. there, yeah. take your band off. You can take that off. When you're done, you can stick the cigar so right in the top it? of that. You just like cover the band every time you try. Is yeah. there cigars you've tried and you wouldn't? You couldn't. Oh yeah, guess we them? Get, yeah. He wouldn't have guessed it if he didn't see the <laughs> color on the thing. So that's why he was able to pull it off. But usually we don't guess. Cheater. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody guesses. <laughs> Cheater. Cheater. <laughs> Are there like favorite cigars that you guys have? We all have favorite cigars. Mm-hmm. And I don't all, know anything about cigars. Brands. So they're all different. Yeah. So I, uh, both Mike and I love the Hammer and Sickle box press Berlin Walls. That's my number one favorite. Number two is Tatuaje Cajuno 2012. Dave, uh, any Lancero. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite, though? You like the Kristoffs? You like the uh, Dog Beans? Well, the, the Kristoff Lajero Maduro Lancero is one of my faves. Too strong. The Alec Bradley Coil is fabulous. And 724 Reserve is yeah. really good. Headley Grange? Oh, the that's, drumstick. That's on the top of the charts. It's a great too. stick. And, of course, the Don Pepin 2008. That you can't get anymore, you can't get but anymore. you do but have them. I have them. Which... Kurt, if you're listening from Twins, <laughs> Twins, 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 Eli, yes. we got to ask your Uncle Joe if he can get hold of, of a cigar called a PJ from Carlito Puente. 
It's well, we, a, we have uh, the distributor that we go through has pretty, really well, wide variety. Well. So. Yeah, but this is a very, very special cigar. Where do you get it from? Um, Fuente. Fuente. Are two of Fuente? Yeah. Yes. Not, yeah, okay, no. we, we have a line from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but probably not this one. This yeah. one's, they don't make I, this I, one anymore. They don't make this oh, one. It came okay. out in the 1980s. Oh, wow. It's called the PJ. And when the lady isn't around, I'll tell you what it means. stands for. Penelope juice. <laughs> that's what, yeah, Penelope podcast. juice. Podcast. I'm sure. Yeah, Penelope. Okay, so it's, mm-hmm. it's called the PJ. It's a pussy juice. And uh, <laughs> it was made by Fuente. I gave Dave, I told Dave, go up to 150 bucks to get me one of these cigars. At Just the one at the auction. That's awesome. They sold five for 800 bucks. So this was a charity auction for the Fuente and Newman charity. The, okay. uh, the Scar family charity. Right. This was up at Twins back in August, and Carlo, Carlito was here, and they brought all sorts of stuff, all the odd and old things, mm-hmm. to auction off. People came from all over the country to, for this auction. He does it like once a year. That's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, so it was, you know, charity auction prices. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. So that's not, still pretty stuff awesome. Stuff you're not going to get anywhere yeah. else. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. That was a lot of fun. So I've been driving people nuts to get me just one of these cigars. <laughs> yep. So uh, local spotlight time, and uh, we can. We've already talked about this fabulous new room here. We did. I'm so, very interested in these things they're smoking. The hookahs. The hookahs. Yes. Yeah, tell us about the hookahs. Hookahs are very casual, especially for um, any Middle Eastern people. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a treat. You could say. You do you know, breakfast, people, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, some people <laughs> offer coffee. Some people offer cookies. We offer hookah. Yeah, but you know what? You have a menu with multiple types. So how do you know which one you get? So it ranges from a lot of, like, it's flavored tobacco. But right. um, a lot of flavors come with mint, like grape mint, lemon mint, uh, blueberry mint. mint. The mint just kind of gives the fruit flavor, like, a little kick. But just depends on what you like. Some are a little more strong than others. So do you have a... Do you have preferences? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I would say my top three favorites are probably um, lemon mint, blueberry mint, and blue mist. What's blue mist? Blue mist is um, more of like a blue raspberry, I guess you could say. It's a blueberry mint with less mint. Yeah, Yeah, just less mint, so you're not really getting like the mint flavor. It's a smoother, like... All right, well, blue mist, actually, even from right now for the last... I want to say eight years or seven years or so, they've been the number one selling tobacco flavor and brand worldwide. So so how much actual... So I'm looking at this thing, and it it's like this tall two-foot water pipe. Yeah. And yep. Okay, so you put the tobacco underneath the uh, tin foil yep. right inside of this bowl here. So you fill a whole bowl up. It's so a the, head. the bowl it's starts. A head. The bowl starts right in here. Okay. Okay. You see this right. this rim yeah. right there. All that is tobacco inside wow. of there. So and basically, you don't want to pack it. You fluff it. Like a cigar is very packed, obviously, right. right? And you get a nice long smoke out of it. But because there's molasses on it and it's drenched in molasses, yeah. basically what happens is it lasts a lot longer. It doesn't burn the tobacco anywhere near as fast. You burn the juice way before you burn the tobacco. Yes. So you're smoking all the juice, and because they use molasses, it's a lot more natural than other types of flavors that they use in cigars. You know, your flavored cigars or flavored cigarettes or vapes and things like that. So do you have to... Replace the coals that are on top? You replace the coals um, and the tobacco. So the tobacco in here would last you about... These coals would last you about four to six, depending on your style of smoking. Four to six what? Coals. 
four to six cold. Yes. Now, and a hookah, same thing. You can make it last you 25 minutes if you're a really chronic smoker and you put a lot of coals on and you want to burn it fast. Or you can put one or two coals at a time and really take your time and last it up to two hours. Oh, so you control control the speed? Yes. How, much, how many coals you put on? Absolutely. Ah. Yeah, and there's a difference. So there's quick lights that like you light right off of a... A regular lighter, or there's the coconadas, and those usually last a lot longer, but they take a lot longer to light, so probably like between 15 20 minutes. So, but they do last a significant amount of time. So, if somebody comes in, like myself, who's never smoked one, yeah, I think we smoked one here, we tried it, it was very different for us because you inhale it, and I was like, You this do, is like you smoking do, smoking a bong, man. Yes, with your <laughs> I, hate I to think- say I have quite a bit of experience with. <laughs> That's right. I do Back as well. Back in the day. <laughs> but um, for, for the hookah, you know, the hookahs actually originated back, like, I mean, I want to say like 15, 1600s from Turkey? the Turkish. Yes, yeah. the Turkish um, are the ones that And the that Egyptians, starts. too. They play a huge role. Oh, of course. That. But the Turkish are the ones that yeah. built and, you know, I guess produced a hookah. So what's the, the bong. What is the <laughs> difference <laughs> between the two foot... And you have some that are like moths. Yes. Now, th- there really isn't much of a difference. It comes down to pressure. Okay? okay. The whole thing works on pressure. So if I put too many holes on the top of my tinfoil, because I actually poke a specific right. amount of holes to give me perfect airflow. Right. If you put too many holes, your airflow will be way too smooth and it won't burn. You'll just suck air. You know what okay. I mean? You're not actually burning anything. Um, if you don't put enough... It'll just burn the tobacco and you won't even be able to pull. It'll be almost as hard to smoke as a cigar, but with a hookah and like smoking out of a, like basically a straw. And it's all, you have to smoke all this and go through the water. It makes it extremely difficult. And you don't get much smoke when with the hookah you're supposed to get clouds. Would it be okay maybe if later tonight if somebody comes in and orders one, I can watch you prepare one? I, yeah. I'd like to see that. Cause, yeah. uh, it no. takes a lot. It's a lot of different <laughs> factors between the water amount. The holes that you poke, the amount of tobacco, where you put the coals. A lot of people you'll see, like people who are inexperienced, will put it in the middle. Yeah. However, you don't want to burn the middle because then you're just burning like all the edges around. And you want to burn like opposite sides as you're smoking so you get the most of the head. That's what this part is called. The top of it that holds the tobacco is now, the head of it. How do you clean it all? You don't. Do you throw so, away those tubes? When you clean it, um, we use soap and water, nothing yeah. like too fragrancy. Usually, right. like just soap with unscented because you don't want it to taint the smell. Right. And hookahs, typically, you try to keep the same flavor of tobacco in the head yeah. because the flavor does get stuck between the stem and the actual hookah itself. Mm. So you try to keep the same flavor. This way, you get the actual flavor when you smoke it. Some people will put, like, for lemon mint, they'll put real lemon and real mint in the bottom, and it really changes the flavor of the hookah. Yeah. What would one go for? Well, they, in what sense? A retail sense? Yeah, or, yeah. If, you, if somebody wanted to buy one of these pipes. Well, like things. this one specifically, yeah. these go all day long for about, I want to say 75, 75 okay. yeah. 80. Um, now, now, there's a lot of hookahs that are this size that will go for 20 and 30. But this is just one of your one of the ones from Lebanon. It's got a little bit of a design on it. They actually use crystal. I know it doesn't really matter to many people but if you look at the bottom of it yeah that kind of design in there that is really important when it comes to sales on a hookah because a lot right. of them are pretty dull and i don't know why anybody cares but that stuff matters when it comes to the retail wow. yeah it's like a piece of furniture kind of essentially yeah, exactly. yes it's like you know if you bring your hookah especially in lebanon they judge you they you know, like, if you bring your hookah and like you have a plastic hookah and it's kind of beat up they think you know you're broke 
If you come in with a hookah that has a nice design, it looks, you know, golden, it's all done up, people think you have money. So it's, you know, also a social status thing. It's kind of like a humidor. Very similar, yes. Yeah, okay. I mean, in a sense, like, if you went to somebody's house and you saw that cabinet of a humidor, you would know, you know what I mean, you'd be impressed. Mm-hmm. Right. And then... Wow. You have wow. a customer? Yep. Two yeah. customers. Yeah. Three right. customers. Yeah. Right. They're coming in. Wow. Oh. So Eli's got to run out there. And do the Eli thing. Yeah, hookah is a really big no, thing, no, like, sure. in the Middle Eastern culture. Yeah. All right. It's cool. Okay. A Japanese guy just walked in and said, Hassalamu alaikum. Hassalamu alaikum, I think yeah. that's what he said. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of cool. What does that mean? That's Japanese for um, what? I don't know what that means. We speak um, Arabic. I don't know what that means. It is Arabic. But we speak a different dialect. So we speak Lebanese. Well, depends what town you're from. Accents differ. So you know how like we speak English, other countries speak it, but they have a little bit of right. an accent. It's kind yeah, of like a different like, dialect. Or like Spanish, there's Georgia. different there's different ways you speak it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can grab that. Each is unique. You, you'll be able to identify right. someone from each town oh, cool. of the way they speak. Oh wow! So when after you you know you got the coals on top in the head and it goes down. The smoke gets drawn through the water. Is yep. there anything besides water in there? Um, no, just water. Um, hookah's very, like, it's a very different type of way of smoking. A lot of people yeah. think it's a bong, but it's not. It's an elegant way of smoking, I guess you could say. You put, you put ice like in it, too? You can, you yeah, can put like ice. Ice just gives the flavor a little bit of, like, especially if there's a mint in it, it's like whether it's fruit with mint or regular mint, it gives it a little bit more flavor. And the colder your hookah is, the better. You never want to the smoke smoother warm The smoother the smoke hookah. is. The smoother the smoke it's is. It's more harsh that okay. way. Okay. I've heard of people putting like milk in the bottom. Making people it, like, do. More so milk smoky. adds a Why? smokier effect. Especially for smoke tricks, like okay. O's is when you blow like yeah. literal O's out of it. I can do them pretty well. Milk ahead, helps yeah. with the with the smoke with like the milkiness is what we call it. Wow. All right, go ahead. Cool. Blow O's. Okay. Prove Give me it. The Prove it. So okay. blowing O's, you need to know which environment you're in on the beach. There's no way the smoke just goes right, right yeah, out. People freak out when we bring them to the beach, but you need like good airflow, like no crazy wind, nothing like that, and you make kind of like an oval shape with your mouth. Here we go. Oh, oh wow. look at that! Look at that. Wow! Look at this. Like a smoke machine. She does, um, she you does can also nice. put your finger in the middle of your mouth and blow and too. Blow too, like out that way. Oh, oh, really? On each side. Watch, time. yeah. Holy oh, wow! Look at that! I've never wow. seen that. We gotta sick. take you on the show. Wow. We're gonna take you on the road oh, with yeah. us. Okay. Um, awesome. Smoke tricks. They're <laughs> yeah. They're awesome. actually they're actually really easy to learn. You just have to make like the <clears throat> like noise and like sound within your throat, and everybody has their own style. Um, but yeah, you can use like a little piece of pipe too. Right. It makes it you way could. easier. Yep. A lot of people <laughs> will use like bubbles and yep. make actual bubbles of smoke. And wow. once they like break, the smoke will come out. It's very, it's very cool. cool. Yes. Yeah. Neat. neat. Yeah, hookah is very. I need neat. a lesson in that. <laughs> so, yeah, hookah one hundred and one. <laughs> I used to do it with my Marlboro. Really? Yeah. When I was young. Yeah. 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 Um, you can do it with. I mean, even a cigar. I saw him blowing O's earlier. That's that's kind of how we do it. Brent's doing it right now. You just kind of have to. You have to control the smoke in just yeah. like a perfect way, and like 
the better way is to start down because the gravity, like the smoke will go down. But when you start up, the smoke just yeah. like kind of goes up. So you want to start like facing oh. down. It, it's hard to do with the cigar because you're not yeah, inhaling it. Exactly. And you really need that inhale. Yeah. Because with the cigar, you're like it. just holding it in your mouth. Yeah. Right. Sure. I was nervous when you told me you could get sick, but I, I was doing it fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Wow. Very nice. Too cool. Learned a whole lot about hookahs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we bring hookahs on vacations, and people are always like, "Oh, like what is that?" And like, oh, that's neat. People are very interested. TSA yeah. does it stop you? So, depending on how strict the country is, my boyfriend and. And I, Brian, we we went to the DR for my birthday. They didn't say anything. It really depends on the people that are actually working. It is just glass. It is mostly used for tobacco. Some people use it for other reasons, but as far as we go, just flavored tobacco. Speaking of other reasons, they just opening the third pot shop in Mass. Yes, yes, we did see that. This weekend is Salem. Very exciting. Salem, Mass. Salem, Mass. Yes, yep. So I'm going to tell you. Which is getting high. I think, no, I, I mean, Halloween's going to be crazy in Salem this Halloween year. is going to be more <laughs> wild than it normally is. Yeah. So, I will so, say that for medicinal reasons, it definitely has some benefits for people who have severe illnesses. So, I mean, I know people look at it as a bad thing, but compared to a lot of other things, it's it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, when you're high as f- you know. Yeah, you're, you're pretty, pretty you're feeling okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Reverend. Yeah, all right. yeah sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry Excuse us. I have my earphones on. <laughs> Hail Mary, full of grace. I'll be there then. <laughs> Hail Mary, full of grace. Lord be with you. <laughs> there you go. Alright. As far as cigars, though, that was very smooth. I thought it was going to be very harsh, but it wasn't. Well, there's all different strengths. Just like in hookahs, there's a wide range of things yes. cigars, and this happens to be a fairly mild one. Yeah, that was What's very that? nice. It's I Time to do... We we would do an immigration spotlight. <laughs> Conspiracy corner time. That's it. Nurse Rick asked about the the forces at the border. I did being pulled I back, did. and I, I I believe that they were pulled back because they did their mission. They fortified the border, and they made it so it's a lot tougher for the uh, people who want to invade. And that's what I yeah. look at them as. They're not. They don't. You know. Yeah, they'd like to immigrate here, which is great. Well. Take a number, get in line, fill out the forms, do it right. Yeah, but, do what you have to do. Don't just, you know, sneak under the cracks, you know. Yeah, you, you cut the line and, uh, you know, lots going on out, out there. Um, obviously, anyone who watched the little press conference as such with the president. And yeah. He's uh, he's taking hold of things. He's, he's going to build a wall. You can see it. Yeah. A lot of people don't give him credit for what he's done, but... He does definitely, like, he has at least put things in place that this country definitely needs. Um, We definitely, like, struggle with immigration. I think that's, like, one of our big problems that we have. You know, we already have so many people we try to, you know, protect and give jobs to, but it's hard when you have people coming from all different sides and you don't know who's working for who and... Right. Yeah, it's we're, definitely stressful. We're a country of roughly 350 million people. Yeah. So, what do you let in? A million? A hundred million? We're all a yeah, billion? Where does I it mean, stop? There is 3.5 billion people in this world who are impoverished and and really need. You, know, you could say to help everybody, they need to move here. Yeah. You couldn't fit three 
3.5 billion people in this country. That's yeah, a no. thousand times what we have, right? Yeah. yeah. And already now they say it's crowded. They say that's why like the market is always up and down because it's just like there's way too many people. People can't afford it. And it's just like immigration definitely has a big, a big role in all of that. Yeah. Well, something in in the uh, conspiracy world, something I've been obviously following from way back is the whole Q story. Yeah. And he uh-huh. just dumped a whole bunch of information. Before you get into that. Uh, <laughs> I know where you're going. Q. I know where you're going. Uh, did you happen to listen to last week's, uh, this week's show? I didn't. Because you were on there. Because we were talking about conspiracies and whatnot, and we thought that maybe Mustang Mike was queuing on. He is. <laughs> you know something, I, Mustang? Oh, he didn't somebody, say no. Somebody wrote in. Yep. Dago Red from Southie. Yep. And uh, Dago, Dago had all these questions about all the different hacks and people who were on the show. This person suggested that you could be the actual Q. There you go. I've, I'm just a follower. I am one of many who have, has followed this phenomenon. It happened. It started about a year ago. It's just a lot of information has been dumped on the Internet and labeled Q. And that's who's dumping it. And we all assume it's somebody real tight to the president. Uh, I, If you right. ask me, I think it's Kellyanne Conway. Yeah. I think she's one of the... a number of times. So is it yeah. basically just the letter Q? Yes, that's their sign-off. That's what they're known okay. as. And, and the, the Q comes from... It's a, uh, lev- it's a high level of security <laughs> clearance in the government. If you have a Q clearance, you can access any information in the government. You're, wow. It's a top level of security. That's crazy. And 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 some of the things I mean, coming it's, out. It's not from James Bond. Uh, it could be James Bond. <laughs> it's probably linked to that. I, I when it all started, you just know. Basically, you know that this person is the same person or yeah. people who are posting all this. Uh-huh. But uh, they've just been. I, I one of my big things and talk about what I believe. Yeah. Obviously, everybody has been following the whole news and it's been Russia, Russia, Russia and the whole information of why this investigation started on the president and what I'm really pulling off is you don't realize the investigation started back when the president was running for office and looked like he was going to lose to Hillary. Yes. So you have to ask yourself. A lot of people were amazed by like what it so, so you'd say to yourself, if they were 99% sure they were going to win this election, why would they risk it and go investigate him and create this whole backstory? And what I think it was all built on was they were expecting Hillary to win, and they were going to use all the information that they pulled out of the Trump administration, um, his campaign, and they were going to use it against him to shut him up. And uh, I've said this before, it really comes down to the voter fraud. The big problem we have in this country is voter fraud. Right. And if you take quickly, take the three big states, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, that the president won by a real small margin. If you take those three states and you give them to the Hillary side, the difference in this election would have been right here in New Hampshire. Our four electoral votes in New Hampshire would have made Hillary Clinton president. That's crazy. And, and I believe that she won the state of New Hampshire by fraud. What would have happened had she won is that the Trump administration would have raised a big um, 
controversy on all of the election fraud. A lot and of attention to how- it. However, New Hampshire is a Republican state. Correct. It used to be. And it is by a little bit. But if you understand what she did and what the Hillary Clinton campaign did to steal the vote in New Hampshire. And, you know, a lot of people from Massachusetts came into New Hampshire and voted. Right? Yes. So, so the end result, my point being, is had she won like they expected, they needed to shut President Trump. He wouldn't have been the president. They needed to sh- shut his campaign down from, from um, disputing the results. You know, I, and I've said this a number of times, I think if Trump didn't Twitter... If, if yeah, he stayed quiet, he would have won by a landslide, but he managed to piss off the Actors Union, the Actors Guild, which was all of California. Yeah. He he pissed off a lot of people with his tweets he because has he's no an extremely filter. powerful man. If he would just stay quiet, like all the other presidents have, he would have won by a landslide. I don't think so, uh, because there wasn't any chance that he would win the state of New Hampshire. He wasn't going to win the state of Massachusetts. The state, well, the state certain of Massachusetts states, has always gone Democrat. New York, there, there was a whole bunch of states that didn't matter what he did. Right. He wasn't going to win right. the vote. At the end of the whole thing, I think that he's misdirecting and redirecting people with this Twitter stuff. You think it's it's outlandish, but it's also he's forcing people to look right. Over there, right, and he wants to kind of get your eye off everything, right, right. That, I agree. Twitter. I mean, again, he has a huge influence on Twitter. I mean, everybody nowadays is on social media, so people see his tweets, and again, words can be misinterpreted by hundreds of different. Th- you know what I mean? So yeah. he does piss a lot of people off because you know it's just words. You and obviously, really- with the whole social media thing, that's all, all of course directed towards the younger demographic you don't really see a bunch of middle-aged people on twitter looking at what people exactly. are saying on there right. so that just it it's mainly but, our generation yeah. that's seeing but, trump and like you know people that are between 18 and 25 usually get looked down on with who they vote for right they shouldn't have a right um they're not that educated which i definitely don't think if if you're not educated in politics you you're better off not voting because you could vote for someone who you don't know what they could do right or wrong for the country so i definitely think you need a background on who's running and why they're running so so you can look at it and say he disenchanted some people by doing that but he also got activated a lot of people so he won the states he needed to win yes and if you go back to the election it's not who gets the most votes it's who wins the the electoral college that's right and that's right and and i always compare it to like a world series you know if two teams play in the world series and one team scored 86 runs and the other team scored 75 runs which one won the world series yeah and it's not the one that won the most runs. It's the one, one that won the won most the games. games. Right. Yeah. So you can lose a game 20 to 1 and you can come back the next night and win one nothing, And the 20 it's runs don't, doesn't right. matter. So so all the votes that went to Hillary, whether they were, even California, the only reason she won the popular vote was California. And if you erase California, he won the popular vote. Yes. Sure. But, but what's going on right now is this is really heating up. There's a lot of stuff tomorrow. Well, this is uh, on the 13th, and when this is on, you'll already have heard about this. The people who are going to um, 
be looking into the Clinton Foundation are all testifying tomorrow. Oh, that all got pushed off from the fifth. Right. Yes, and there's a big controversy on whether they planned the Bush funeral to create to make it on the fifth. So if you watch the at the funeral, um, the the president uh, was sitting next to the other yeah, president. Yeah, he was. Did you see when they all opened their program and there was little notes in them? Yeah. He put notes in them and yeah. told them, you know, it's hey, still coming. Hey, Obama, you suck. <laughs> there are no, 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 so joking, many things out there that play around with what happens when they all sit next to each other between Obama well, and Michelle. Well, presidents. And Absolutely. There's a lot. People, yeah, people Back, have fun right, with when, those. When George H.W. Bush just passed away. He just passed late, away, yeah. You would see, uh, I think Trump got there a little bit late. And there was Obama and Michelle sitting right next to him, and then yep. Bill Clinton was sitting and right, Hillary, next to right next to each other. And it kind of just gave that smug look to Trump. Yeah, they do. It's too bad because see, you have to respect the office of the president. That's I right. always yes, call President to. Obama President Obama. Yeah. I never disrespect it because once he and even Bill, you know, President Clinton became president, you forever have to respect the fact that they earned That's that right. office. And he did a and, lot when he was in office. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good and a lot of bad. I um what I think is kind of crazy on the conspiracy world is that uh Q just he just shut down a couple conspiracies that are going out there. He had a Q&A online, and one of the questions was, is JFK Jr. still alive? And he said no. Yeah. And they, they asked if Seth Rich was still alive, and he said no. And somebody else asked Q, is, what's with these flat earthers? Is the earth flat? And he said no. And there's a lot of these. Those are ultimate conspiracies out there. And this, the Earth is definitely not flat. Yeah, but but there's it's a not? there's yeah. a lot there's a the large landing was a hoax. People who do that, you know, nobody asked yeah. them on that one. I'm I'm unsure on the moon landing. I can't prove it, but I will say this: the uh, Smithsonian has taken down all the old Apollo stuff, taking it out really? of the really? play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're uh, they're mothballing it. So really? you're not going to be able to go see the Apollo stuff anymore at the Smithsonian. Hmm. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Question mark. Yeah, it just that's that's a big one. Wondering, I I, I see a lot of good things coming. I think um, this stuff with it's really going to open up. Huber, who right. we've talked about, he's testifying tomorrow, right? Or the thirteenth. So we'll already know when you listen to this show. You could already tap on unless something happens. They pull another right fast one to stop him. But the next couple of days are going to get it's pretty going to be intense. Interesting. Yeah. Look at I, I hope they put it on TV so we can watch it. You mean like the Comey interviews? Yeah. <laughs> what do you have to say about that? I don't remember. <laughs> too many. I'm not sure. Too many things to. Keep I don't up recall. With. I don't recall. Yeah. Yeah, it slips my mind. I didn't know. I, just because I was in charge of everything doesn't mean I need to know everything. That's right. Yeah, and that's and there are things the president doesn't know. I mean, we, we have the CIA out there. We have some... There are, there are things this president doesn't know. I mean, that's why they set it up where, you know, one person can't have too much power because, you know... A lot can go wrong with that as well. So of course. it's good that he, you know, there's other people in office that can, yeah. you know, be like, no, this is not a good idea. 
Yeah, so so he this uh, this whole run that came out tonight, I was just amazed. But one of the questions was, will the vote of fraud in California be made public? And there was massive vote of fraud this last election in in California. I mean, there was in a lot of places. As voter fraud, you mean people like were being paid to vote or just like ballots were getting filled out by multiple people? Um, They do this thing called ballot harvesting. Right. And what it is, is that hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people get absentee ballots sent to them. Yes. And they just, they never send them in. So these political activists started going around, knocking at doors collecting people's absentee ballots and the law said that they could collect them and submit them on behalf of the person. So submitting them as the party they favor or a person that the person at the door knocking favors. Right. Well, the person, right. The person knocking at the door may say to the guy, oh, I'm not going to bother vote. Oh, well, let me take yours in and they'll give them blank absentee ballots to take with them. So they don't necessarily know what that person wanted to vote for. Right. They fill it out themselves. There was quite a bit of that happening. Now, it went both ways because there's some accusations that it was done by a Republican in the Carolinas. Sure. In North Carolina who won it. So um, what I'm hoping, the other big question was they asked about Gitmo, and Gitmo has three different facilities. Right. 800 soldiers were shipped down to Gitmo for a 400-day deployment last week and they put a huge amount of money into it and what we're expecting and i'm going to see is that they're going to be arresting a lot of these politicians and they're going to bring them to gitmo and they're going to put them through military tribunals so you take them out of the court system right and you put them under a military trial which you know from the military it's a whole different follow up different thing so so i'm the indictments are supposedly it's it's leaking out that there's a lot of indictments. They've, you know, the numbers climbed to 65, 66,000 sealed indictments across the country. Wow. And uh, it's been making the news media lately that they are out there and they're going to start opening these indictments. Wow. So we could have a, uh, a rocky Christmas here. Well, not yeah. me. I'm going to yeah. have a good Christmas. Me too. Although hey. I have to work. <laughs> And I'm not QAnon, but, you know, for that. But I do follow the whole QAnon. All I want for Christmas is justice. Well, it is coming. If you you see what's going on, if you follow the news behind the news, uh, you know, we've always said that. For 30 years, we've always said, let's elect some people and throw the bums out. How can we throw all the bums out? And essentially, the president is working hard to throw all the bums out. Yeah. And it's not going to be just Democrats. Long. It's going to be Republicans, and Independents. And it's going to be a long process, you know. Yeah. That's what we like to it's do in America. Process. We, we take everything. For a little bit. Well, because we want to hear both sides, every side, and figure out who's actually lying. Yeah. And well, I'm just hoping like a lot of younger people like yourself start activating on this and taking yeah. and looking at the whole thing and not just falling victim to the way the news media paints yeah, everything. Yeah, and for our age, too, it's very hard for millennials. A lot of people, like, I don't like to talk about who I want to vote for. I think it's important for everyone to vote, but a lot of people like to, like, older people like to give their opinion. And then as young people, we feel like we don't want to let them down. We have to vote for what they want. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's, you know... I, I grew up with that old saying that said, if you're 20 and you're not a, a Democrat, 
you're an idiot. If you're 40 and you're still a Democrat, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm- so no matter what, you're an idiot. <laughs> that was just the way. I mean, you brought up and everything in this country is kind of brought up to move everybody in the Democratic Party. My, and Mike, have to get older. are you calling me an idiot at 57 years of age? He could be. He could be. Are you I didn't say it. They say it. Do you need a safe space? They, they, 2018, are we still getting yeah. offended? They, see, I, I, I put it on somebody else there. I said they say. They say. They say. Okay. Yeah. Not I say. Yeah, it's not me. It's, it's somebody else. Okay. I just, I take it in. I don't know. I don't believe. I don't disbelieve. That's what helps me look into conspiracies. The more neutral you are, the better. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll listen to both sides. Both sides, both yeah. Sides. And, yeah. You know, we go back to a Bruins conspiracy. I grew up in the Bruins conspiracy. I was a Bobby Orr kid. Bobby Orr. We all were Bobby okay. Orr kids. And, yeah. and we all started playing hockey. They built ice rinks around sure. here for Bobby Orr. So everybody loved the Bruins and everybody loved Bobby Orr. Well, at the end of his career, all of a sudden, Bobby Orr jumped ship in the last year and left the Bruins and went to the Chicago Blackhawks. Right. And we all were, like, in shock. And... For about 15 years after that, people would not, good players would say, I'll play for any team in the NHL except for the Boston Bruins. Yep. And it was because, because of that. Of Bobby Orley. Because of Bobby Yes. And so what came out in 1990 was they realized uh, Harry Sinden was the owner and uh, Russ Conway yep. was the writer for the, for the Tribune. And he said to Harry Sinden, he says, why did you ever let Bobby Orr go? He goes, I don't know. He goes, we told his agent, Alan Eagleson, that we would give him a lifetime contract in 18% of the team. We never heard back from him. So he, Russ Conway was friends with Bobby Orr. He says, Bobby, why didn't you take that offer? Bobby goes, what offer? You were going to get 18% of the team. He goes, he was never told. His agent sold him to the, Bru- to the um, Blackhawks. Blackhawks because he got more money. Yeah. Right. So talk about a big conspiracy. That one guy ruined the Bruins, Bruins for 20 years yeah. and ruined Bobby Orr's life. And no one knew why. Yeah, and, and that guy. Everyone was thought it was on or it wasn't on the agent, but really it was on the agent, and or knew nothing about it. Exactly, and when you learn stuff like that, it, it was he. He ended up going to jail. Alan Nicholson. He was. He was uh, for that. Partly, it was some other things. Probably he did. for he did a, couple, a couple other things that he's done. Yeah, yeah, to do with it. But you know, you go back to a, a talk about a, a hockey conspiracy from way back, and you know we hated it in the eighties because the Bruins. They always were missing those one or two extra guys right. that would have made them well, great. Just like they, had, they had Ray Bork for a very long time, and I'm glad Ray Bork moved on to the Avalanche and got his uh, title. Yeah, yeah. because if he stayed at the Bruins, he wasn't going to get it. And he only played that one year. He won, and he retired. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you can't begrudge him. You can't begrudge him. So the Bruins took a rest, and we had the Patriots, the Red Sox, and the uh, well, the Red Sox sucked back then, but yeah, but they Celtics. won the World Series. They did. They came around. In the yeah, World in the two thousands, Celtics was a big team back then. It was. The Celtics I mean, were incredible. Larry Bird. You guys grew up in in you know 
you guys have had it unbelievable for a run. Recently, the past past about red sauce we've been in like the winning. Anybody born? Anybody born in the late nineties to the two thousand? You've been spoiled with champions. Oh yeah, and 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 one of the issues with that is is like just like the New England Patriots. I mean, we're coming down to Brady's end. And I do believe when yeah, Brady Belichick. retires, Belichick's going to retire, oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Once one of them yeah, goes, the other one's I think that. they're both going to go. But um, McDaniels think- is going to take over the helm after. That's what people are saying, at least. Yeah. They're saying how uh, McDaniels, the offensive oh, coordinator, yeah, they're done. saying that he might be going to the Packers. But I don't see no, that happening. No. He's, he's going to stay. He's right. going to wait for Belichick to retire. And once Belichick retires, he's going to take over and he's going to run the You know, I was, yeah. I, I was like, looking at some... Uh, There's no way Josh McDaniels is going to leave, like... You know, after yeah. the last game and watching Gutskowski miss those the field goal the, the field and the, goal and the kick, but you know what? When you look at the stats throughout the uh, the entire NFL, he's one of the best kickers. One yeah, statistically, in the past few years, it does right. And we all thought after Vinatieri, they let him go. We and were we all were done. Like, right, we replaced him with the guy who's doing better. He's actually doing better. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, you know, we I grew up. I remember 1978. That you know. Bucky Dent. Sure. Oh, I, I, Bill Buckner. I was watching. I was there cheering in 86. Now, they had to do a big comeback against the Angels in the previous series in 86. Right. And I wouldn't give up in that one. You know, Ricky Henderson I pulled remember. it out off and got it there. And I sat there, obviously, through that World Series, and I was crushed when right. Bill Buckner. But Bill that. Buckner wasn't the reason they lost that series. No. He wasn't. The reason why they you lost know. that game not the reason why they lost. That's the right. They had that whole entire game right. seven. They, right. they had won, everything. But. They could have won. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah. just Buckner. People you know, make mistakes, and we blamed him, just like we did. Um, who was the player that dropped for the Patriots? He dropped a pass that was right to him. Might have been Welker. And everybody blamed him, and it was like, yeah. listen, our defense sucks. You can't you know, blame the one well, yeah, man. That, I, yeah. I want to know why Gronkowski was on the field for that last play. You last know why? For that Miami because game. they were expecting the Hail Mary. Yeah, but you know what? And that was Belichick's fault. They were expecting. They used to do it with Randy Moss. They used to take Randy Moss, put him in for a Hail Mary. His only job was to be the safety and make sure nothing made it to that zone. end zone. Yeah. Yeah. That was his only reason. That's why Gronk was there. But that quarterback. Couldn't throw the ball got, 70 yards. He got it made hurt no in the sense. beginning of the game and then came back late in the right. third quarter. Right, on fire. But yeah. nothing a little shot won't fix. Yeah, yeah that was that You know, was literally. But that was just – it was just bad play. Well, you know, if you're a we, Miami fan, it was a great play. You know, you know and I, I hate to say it. I hate to say too. it, but Brady, who's lost six games with, in Miami, four of the games – they lost in the last uh, set of downs. Wow! They were winning when Brady came out. Well, obviously they had they had a chance to win the game. Our um, defense sucks, and, for, and for Brett out there, uh, Brett Brett's part of the uh, retro hail Skippy, and he just put out a little text that stated, you know, if you want an NFL player hurt. Just sign him up to my fantasy league because all his players are getting hurt. Yep. Which Brett, he's <laughs> it. I'm going to answer that question. Uh, I I don't want to see anybody hurt, but I'd like to put on your list all those uh, Chiefs you have Patrick on there. Patrick Mahomes. He's phenomenal. Unreal. Yeah. He's phenomenal. But well, we've had a great run. You can't you can't. We have a that. great run. 
you know, I grew up with the years of, of disappointment after disappointment with every sport. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So, thank you very much, both both Beach Boy Brian and. Uh, Let us, so much Eli, will let us thank know you. Friday you're here. We live right, yeah. like right down the street, so we'll come. Please, we please. Thank yeah, thanks. We're going to be here February first with the entire with all the other podcasters okay. from the other shows across the country. Yeah, Five minutes, that would be wonderful. Excellent. And to, and to the Colorado listeners, uh, the sultry Simona is a looker, fellas and ladies out there. She is a looker, which comes to, you know, not to say anything, but I have to say the women on this show are absolutely phenomenal. They're, abs- they're all lookers, and I'll tell you, they brighten our days. Especially Nurse Rick. Thank you. <laughs> I only dress think, like that on Friday nights. Think we get the belly dancer on the podcast? Ooh. I bet you we could. Yeah. That's it. Podcast juice. Podcast yeah. juice. Yeah. That's, That's what you guys need right now. Yep. Absolutely. Well, thank you That's very great. Much thank you very much. Bye. Nice to meet you. Yep. Take care. We'll see you again. We'll, see, we'll definitely see you again. Of course. Thank you. Okay, you want to wrap up? Let's wrap it. Wrap it up. To wrap. Don't be a wrap fool. Wrap your tool. Don't be a fool. Dude. Wrap your tool. I love it. Bye-bye. Peace. Peace. Nice. Thank you. We got all these lookers here, and why do they tell me I have a face for radio? <laughs> it's because they can't see your face on the radio. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's better looking than his voice sounds, I promise. So handsome. Tom right. Brady esque. All right. <laughs> right, I'll Hello. leave it with you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We can't do this yet. We gotta review the cigar. Oh, we have to review the cigar. It was good. All right, time to Oh uh, yeah, we gotta rate it. <laughs> so basically, Brent, we're gonna rate this cigar a zero to a ten. Alright. And uh what you thought of it. So we'll start with uh Mustang. It comes in at a seven. I'm a I'm a seven guy on this one. Okay, Brett. Good. It was. I'll give it a seven point five. Got to got to ante up a little bit on okay. seven point five. Reverend. Reverend. Uh, I'll give it a. Uh, I'll give it a seven. Okay, Tommy. You guys are only at seven. I'll give it an eight. I liked it. Eight. I liked it. It was good. Okay, very I'm gonna, smooth and consistent. I'm gonna give it a six. Six. I'm gonna give it a six. Not one of my favorites. Uh, something that kind of made me reminisce about the old days. Not one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I give it a six. Okay, so this is the Romeo e Julieta. Yeah. That's the proper pronunciation. Yeah, not Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, Romeo e Julieta, 1875. Uh, what do you give I'm it? I'm going then? in around a seven. Okay, so we yeah. got a, a good a, probably seven, 7.1. Yeah, yeah. Solid seven. Yeah, it's a decent so cigar. Decent it's, cigar. It's fairly mild. It's, okay. It's good. I didn't mind it at all. Excellent. I smoked any cigar is a good cigar. Not any. Well, yeah, yeah not any. We've had some dogs, but yeah. a whole slew of people have just walked in. Yep. Getting packed. It's getting to be that time. Oh, man. Yep. Okay. So now we can wrap it up here, right? Okay. So now that we've done that. I think I, th- I think Eli's going to be very, very busy. Very yeah, short. That's good, that's good for him. Already busy. Yes. 
You can hear it all in the background. Wow. Yes. Okay, we have to thank the panel. Let's thank Mike. Yes, Thanks, yes sir. Thanks for coming to do a conspiracy yes, corner for It's all a conspiracy. Print the bartender. Oh, yeah. Right. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Eli? What was Eli's podcast name? Huh? What was Eli's podcast name? I don't, oh. I don't have them all. Lelo? Lelo? The gods? We call them the, uh, God's the, the palace's God's the gift. God of the palace. Okay, there you go. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, and the... the be- we have uh, the Beach Boy, Beach Boy Brian, Beach Boy and, and the Sultry Simona. Simona. You know, she started off kind of quiet. She got did. Right in it. Yeah, she's but, the especially. way in there, though. She's the you know, way in. She you know, did. I think that we're going to have to have her on with you and Big Jim. Yes. Yeah. Do the conspiracy. She's quite educated. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. He was good at that. Reverend Harvey. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Hallelujah. Have a Hallelujah. Good Hallelujah. <laughs> Have a good week. Hallelujah. Merry Christmas, Hallelujah. everybody. Be safe. And we'll see you again next week. Yeah. Dominator. Dominator. Thank you. Thank hey, you. Dominator. Oh, you're too hey. kind. Oh, you're all, you're all too kind. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Nurse Rick. And I'm a boys in the house. Yeah, all right. This is Cigar Hack Dave. Thanks to the listeners. You made it through another one. Our social media tag is Cigar Hacks all over the usual channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, CigarHacks.com. And on Pawnhead. <laughs> See you next time on Cigar Hacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of, bunch of hacks talking cigars, etc. Rick, you usually give enemas without loop? <laughs> no, not ever. Usually? Truth of the matter is, I haven't given an enema in years. <laughs> <laughs>